What's up? Oh, I'm great. I'm, I'm finally back to life. I checked something off my bucket list this week. Let's talk about that. It's so that. crazy, too. I never thought this would happen. So since I was like 16, my family and I have been watching this guy named Zane Lamprey, and he's done travel shows. The first one he did is called Three Sheets. That's the one I'm most familiar with, is yeah. that, or that whole era. And so. I hadn't heard of him until you showed me your monkey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes around the world to different countries and like a lot of travel shows. They dive into the food, but he dives into the booze yeah. and the local drinking culture oh, okay. yes, I have of the country. This. And then he's actually this year doing a tour, like a brewery tour, doing stand up slash just telling stories about um, the shows he's done. And we went up on Wednesday to Fort Collins to go to it. Funny, Your brother like, got you VIP passes, mm-hmm. right? That's VIP so cool. passes. So we got in at six and we got priority seating. So we're in the front row. <laughs> and Very cool. He did a Q&A. Ugh, I had like 10 questions to ask him and then I froze. I was telling Sean this. We meet so many people. Like we were, we're just lucky enough to meet a lot of bands and musicians and I don't get starstruck anymore, but I was frozen. Um, then we started drinking. I feel like it's different when you're <laughs> the, up. I think it's different when you're like the meet and greet in the meet and greet. Yeah. Like you didn't have to host it. You didn't have to be working. You, you didn't have to be professional. You were able to fangirl. And I did. And oh so boy. Imagine all of that gushing <laughs> out from years of not being able to do that. Yeah. So, and another funny thing is since 2009, I've had this stuffed monkey. It's this replica of this little stuffed monkey that he brings around with him in all the episodes. Its name is Pleplius. And he brings it so he, quote, doesn't have to drink alone. And I always thought it was really cute. And so I bought an exact replica in like 2009. And I've had it ever since. It's made it all through the moves. I've never lost it, never damaged it. And I brought it with me on Wednesday night. I had him sitting like on the bench right next to me. And there was one point in his stand-up where he started talking about like the origin of Pleplius. And he's like, where is he? Where is he? And I just handed it to him and he took it and he had it on stage with him all night. But it, it was so crazy to me because like we know we can go see a band live. But this is a guy I've been a fan of for so long. And I just thought he was going to do TV and that's it. And there wasn't really going to be. I thought the only way I was ever going to meet this guy is if we just happened to be in the same like city at one point. Right. And we just run into him. Um, so then afterwards, we went up to the table after the show and we, my brother and his wife and me just gushed to him. We're like, you have no idea like how much we quote you, Were how you much drunk? we watch you. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, awesome. I, that's the one thing I woke up the next day. I was like, I hope I wasn't insane to that you were, guy. You were insane. <laughs> and annoying. But you were drunk, so it doesn't matter. And plus, doesn't he do that on he, like a oh, nightly right? basis? Yeah. yeah. And he recorded a video for my mom. Like there's this one thing that he quotes or that he said one time. It was the Germany episode. And he ended the show by going, bye-bye, Elvita Zane. Alvita me, because his first name's Zane. Right. And my mom still quotes that, like, to this day. And so I told him that, and he grabbed my phone and took a video of him saying it for her. <laughs> and I sent it to her, and she's, she was all freaking out. Uh, it was great. That's so cool, though. It was amazing. Best time. It was yeah. my, uh, one of the coolest things I've done in a long time. Awesome. All right, shall we? We Let's dive into it. There's a lot of new releases this week, so we can only cover so much. Yeah, big ones. We'll just focus on the ones that sort of caught our attention and then just alert you that you need to get out there and search it out. There's a lot. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you get notified of new episodes we put out every Friday. So the one I'm going to highlight today, My Morning Jacket's new album came out today. It's their self-titled album. The reason I think it's such a big deal is because in 2015, they released um, their latest album, The Waterfall. 
And then last year they released additional recordings from that like same session called the Waterfall Part Two. But after they released the Waterfall in 2015, you know they've been they've been around for like like 2003 or something. Yeah. yeah. They were so burned out, so tired, stressed out from touring. They did a hiatus and. It was a they long hiatus, right? Yeah, like, it was like four years. Yeah, um, They thought they weren't going to play again. They thought they were done. And what got them back to life, amazingly, there are two nights at Red Rocks that they decided Hell to yeah. right. you know, get back together, play two nights at Red Rocks in 2019. And apparently after that show, it rejuvenated them and brought them back to life. I was like, of course it did. It's a like, religious experience. Like, seriously. I, I, I don't know. If it fires me up. Anytime I've gone to Red Rocks, you just leave feeling like, one, thankful that you live here. Like a lot of people, it's a big deal to com- come here and go to a show. Yeah. We live here. We can just go. I know. And so I get in just <laughs> inspired so by that alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that really did it for them, which is great. And that's a band that um, really shines through their live show. They're kind of, I think they can, are, they're considered a jam band. I yeah, think they have been in the past, long, but they're a little, right? yeah. yeah. But so they're not like jammy, like, no, they're not more like, like fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just like go play the same riff well, for 30 minutes. I left it on. I left the album on <laughs> while I was uh, working in my office this morning because I hadn't, I hadn't listened to it yet. And um, I was like, is this still the same song? <laughs> it was. It was. It I was the, the second song on that. Was it, it Love, Love, Love? Yeah, Love, Love, yeah, Love. That's a great it, song. What it, that's the second song, it, the way it transitions out of uh, the opener, which is actually the first song we heard, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of, very cool. <laughs> but it was first, also just like in the background. I was going, when does this end? The first jam band <laughs> show I went to, we got there at like seven. And there was, a, I think, one band before. So the headliner went on at like 9.30 probably. And I looked at my phone at one point and it was 1230. <laughs> and I was like, when can we leave? <laughs> and and every, I look around and everyone's drunk or high and they're like yeah, standing they're... up like asleep, <laughs> but still jamming. But anyway, um, my morning jacket. So there's some songs on here that remind me of like Pink Floyd and the Doors. Standout songs in color. Beautiful song. Lucky to be live. I think this song kind of represents the story almost What's of them the name getting of the back together song that was the first one uh, i listened to it's regularly scheduled programming yeah that's gorgeous. a very cool song yeah gorgeous and then least expected is another really cool song um that's the song that really reminds me of the doors it has that like uh mm-hmm. very distinct keyboard so yeah really excited to have a new album for my morning jacket Summer, what you got? Circa Survive. Emo girl at heart. Been listening to them since the early 2000s. MySpace days. Uh, last, on the 8th of October, they announced not only their new EP coming out, which came out today, A Dream About Love, but they released a single with it, Imposter Syndrome. I came running back and I was like, hey, <laughs> Circa Survive's coming out with a new album. Like, it was dropped on us by surprise, and every song on there has a different dynamic, but Imposter Syndrome stood out to me, obviously because it was the first single released, but it starts off with like these Phil Collins-y type of, like it's like a drum track, mm-hmm. um, and then the song builds up, and Anthony Green, the singer, said that that was the last song he wrote before he hit rehab two years ago. And just about being honest with yourself. And he said, writing this either helped save me or almost killed me. I can't figure out which yet. Yikes. um, The whole EP focuses on addiction. 
I mean, we all probably know somebody or have been in that position before with uh, somebody that's been addicted to something. Imposter syndrome also was produced by Will Yip, who did, who's produced Turnstile, Quicksand, Turnover, like three bands that I really like anyway. So I can see how I kind of was drawn to that song. And it made me feel a whole bunch of ways. It made me feel uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love the progression, too, of this EP. So, like, another song that stands out, um, Gone for Good. Softer piano, like, a way different sound than most of the other songs on this EP. Um, I definitely cried, like, the first few lines of the song. Some of the lyrics on that song, he says she was holding back, never wanting to change. She never thought she could. Then she realized when he finally left, maybe he was gone for good. You know, like I said, we've all dealt with somebody who either knows someone or is someone dealing with addiction. The song is just very raw. Like the the lyrics are great. Um, Look at me getting all emotional talking about it because it was so good. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and that's such a that was such an important band to so many people, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a song called Even Better on the EP, which is also an upbeat sounding song. Anthony's voice in that song, super flawless. Like I know he can be gritty. He can be, he can have that dreamy voice. So if you're looking for the dreamy voice song, that's the one. All right, Sean, what do you got? Come on. You know what I'm going to talk about. Oh, I know. You know who I'm going to talk about. LDR, baby, Lana Del Rey. She managed to give us two albums this year, two. And when she released Chemtrails over the country club, she was like, oh yeah, I got another album coming in. And she kind of screwed up the date. I don't think she was totally sure. (laughs) She also had a different title for it. It was like Rock Sweet Candy or something like that. Um, She's like, don't quote me on any of this. Yeah, but she can do that because she's Lana Del Rey. Nobody cares because you know what you're going to get with Lana Del Rey. Um, But at the same time, she keeps you guessing a little bit. Obviously, that last album was very Americana, Um, you know, a nod to like early country and stuff it was just very different than her other stuff but like it's this album is deep it's everything you would want from lana lana del rey but like i would say she like on a couple of songs she changes her voice which is yeah i really fucking weird where like with her other albums she kind of lives in this sort of fantasy world of like a privileged young woman in this she kind of comes down to our level if that makes any sense So I had to type this up because these are my thoughts. All right. So I typed this up. Okay. I'm not going to pretend like I'm just saying this off the top of my fucking head. (laughs) You could though. I could, but it's like, this is how she makes me feel. I'm getting sweaty. (laughs) I only, I've only got to see her once. I am a huge fangirl. So this freaks me out. Cause like, I really, in my mind think she's going to listen to this. (laughs) Um, Okay. So here's what I typed up as I was like listening to it for the third time this morning. Uh, Lana's albums always drive me to draw up an indie film in my head. Almost every song on this album draws up a different movie, but they feel related. Okay. I suppose that's because of their director. Much like when you're watching a Tarantino film. Like, you know, this is a Tarantino film. You know, this is a Lana Del Rey album, right? Mm -hmm. But like I said, she comes down to our level. She's got like, she visits like gaining weight uh, during the pandemic, she visits Black Lives Matter, which she kind of got attacked on, like, during, you know, in 2020. And she's just, she's been a target. She's been a target for a long time and she addresses those things. But she also addresses her breakup. It's very vague and it's very, like, told 
through another person's eyes, but you know that she's opening up to all of that. She mentions hanging out in a Target parking lot. She mentions being able to take our masks off. Like, this is very sort of different for Lana Del Rey. So I enjoyed it. I love it. I was surprised about like how bare a lot of it is. And like, it's a lot of piano and her vocals, but there's also some like buildup moments as well. As far as standout songs, uh, the black bathing suit. She's got a break in vocals in that. That's really weird. It sounds like she's crying, like like mm-hmm. she's starting to cry, scream or something. Blue Bannisters is awesome. It talks about like a, a breakup for sure, but like it's not in like first person form, but it's kind of sad. Uh, Dealer is probably my favorite song. Miles Kane is on that. He's of uh, the Last Shadow Puppets co-singer on that. So, um, But she does another like screaming, desperate vocals in that. Plus, it's a little bit more... Has a little bit more like dark, upbeat edge to it. Everybody's loving If You Lie Down With Me because that's obviously one of the top streaming songs right now. So everybody's playing that one. And then the very last track, Sweet Carolina, she actually um, co-wrote that with her dad and her sister. So yeah, it is. It's a great album. Check it out. As with any Lana Del Rey album, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a fan. I don't care if you casually listen to her. Um, I think her music always takes like three three to four listens before you start to get it and then it starts singing in and then you get fucking attached okay you just get really attached to those songs so do it check it out blue banisters out now uh we have big local news happening here in colorado springs a new music venue is opening up if you have spent any time at the legendary black sheep then you know where the dive bar, the angry, the angry pirate, uh, is or was. Uh, I never remember where it is because when I leave there, I'm drunk. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the angry pirate went away, and Jeff Brent, owner of the Black Sheep, and teamed up with the Nips, Mike and Aspen Nip, to bring us Vultures, which is replacing the angry pirate. So if you can now plan like a pre-post show hangout. Intimate shows are going to be happening there. They have like a capacity of 150 and uh, plus food. Delicious so food. Get some food in your belly before you load up on plenty of alcohol at your favorite show. It's it was always funny. cool, like when bands would end up there post show. Yeah. And you're just suddenly hanging out with the band you just watched that you love oh, or, love it. you know, but also. You're just also super drunk. <laughs> might say <laughs> something to stupid. Go back to what we were talking about hey, earlier. You want to play electronic darts? Wake oh. up the next day like, ooh, what did I say to that person? <laughs> At least the Nips have the Burrowing Owl, so you know the menu is going to be oh, amazing. Oh, they do? Yeah. Aspen oh. and Mike behind the Hell menu there. Yeah. So, like, you know the Vulture is going to have some delicious food. That's amazing. Burrowing Owl so good. Yeah. They own Burrowing Owl? Yes. I did not know that. Mm. I've been going there since I moved back here. We eat there often. Had no idea the Nips owned Burrowing Owl. So I'm sure you might you might even see some repeats on this menu or really? even like a change or something. So they might That'd have vegan cool. food on it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sweet. All right. Love it. Can't wait to see Salt of Sanguine playing tonight, which obviously Mike is in that band. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on. Shall we talk singles? Because there's a few to cover real quick. Yep. Mastodon, Sickle and Peace, a new song off Hushed and Grim, which is out next Friday. Such a treat. Such a treat. This is going to be easily, I think, one of the best albums that we're getting in 2021. Hushed and Grim, again, out next Friday. Can't wait to hear the whole damn thing. Thank you, Mastodon. 
Uh, if you guys listen to the new Jack White, mm-hmm. taking yes. me back, Ripper, so right there, good. a Both. Ripper single standalone. By the way, premiered on NFL, and now here it is taking over rock and alt radio, and of course all the streaming platforms. <laughs> I listened to both versions, both very different, but uh, I have to say I prefer the rockier version. Yeah, I, we're not, I don't want to talk about the other one. We joked, um, I thought we joked on the last episode that they tried to pitch it to us or something, and we were like, Weird. no. And uh, on my list, also revisiting Lana Del Rey, Blue Bannisters, a song off of that, Dealer, once again, check it out. Uh, it's a fantastic song on the album. It's probably going to be uh, a bit ignored. Um, so I'm just driving you there. Also, don't forget, new album from Elado Negro is out. Um, I had to sneak that in. It's it's fantastic. It's so Latino jazzy, groovy, throwbacky. <laughs> it's fantastic. So go check that out, too. My standout songs today, one of them is by an artist I love, Morgan, The Way It Was. He just releases singles just randomly. That's um, okay. He does, it all he does a lot on his, on his own, own, right? Yeah. And Super indie. I just want to talk him up so much, as much as I can, because he's so great. This is a great, beautiful song that he released today. It's called The Way It Was. We'll include it in the playlist. I had a thought, by the way, with El- Elton John's uh, collab album out, the lockdown sessions uh-huh. that just came out. I was like, he and Morgan need to collab. I'm throwing that out there in the universe. Elton John and Morgan, like, because I don't know why I had that that thought this morning, but I just am putting it out there in the universe um, Morgan, make it happen. Do Elton it. John, make it happen. Yes. <laughs> uh, my other song is from an artist, Luna Ara. I played her song Honey a lot last year mm-hmm. because that was that made it into like my top five songs of the year. She has a new song today. It's called Too Little Too Late. I like Luna Ara because I, you know, she draws from I think like garbage. Nine Inch Nails influence mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She reminds me a lot of all some of my favorites. I was going to so. say, those are like your favorite bands. Yeah. <laughs> so Luna Ara is like my perfect mix of all of it, I think. But she's fantastic. So new song out today, Too Little Too Late. We'll include that in the playlist as well. A single that stands out to me is Real Estate. They covered television, that single, Days. Uh, to celebrate 10 years of their debut album, which was inspired by television. So the single... Uh, very reminiscent of the original. I don't want to say it's better, but I can see where real estate gets their inspiration for their guitar licks. Like right there, you hear it. And they add their own to it as well, but it's a good song. I love real estate. Mm-hmm. So excited for that single from them. Um, another single that stood out to me this week was Parquet Court's Homo Sapiens. That's off their new album, Sympathy for Life. And just it's old school punk rock sound. Uh, the bass line's really cool. I just like that song. So mm-hmm. check those out. Okay. Lots of stuff to be on our playlist and soundtrack for hustling around Colorado Springs looking for Halloween costumes. Uh, yeah, Remember last week we talked theme. about yeah. <laughs> where we were with it? We're like... Next week we'll be panicking. I was really confident. Zero. I was really confident at the beginning of the week, and I was like, I think I know all my costumes, and everything is, it's effed right now. All of my ideas and everything are just out the window. So I've got to start over. I've got to reset this weekend. I'll be crunching like a like my finals. We're doing a so we're doing a spirit week, new (sighs) costume each day. And I like how stressed we are about it. And it was our idea. (laughs) We have like all these big promotions getting ready to kick off, and I'm like. So let's figure out 
thick. Our costumes so, are fine. I try not to buy actual costumes. Like I try to either thrift store, put stuff together, whatever. It's not always easy. If unless you're like something specific, right? Like if you're gonna be Wonder Woman, you better be buying that costume because mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to just put it together. Yeah. But because we're doing like real people TV show type stuff and whatever, you mm-hmm. know, so I did. However, I did buy one, but it was last minute and it's for the Halloween bash. And I hope I get it in time Ooh. because it is, is it a surprise. Yes. OK. <laughs> I don't know. Well, good luck, I, all guys. I know is I had a plan for Dumb and Dumber and now it's screwed unless somebody can find me a giant foam cowboy hat. <laughs> Well, very cool hanging out, talking new music, of course, just to kind of revisit everything that we've just covered. Uh, Lana Del Rey's Blue Bannister is out now. It is all Lana Del Rey, but I would say in a deeper way, if that's even possible. She gets down to our level, people, and she addresses her breakup She in in her own way. She addresses the, the lockdown she addresses uh, a lot of things that have happened to us over the, and to her over the past year or two. So definitely check it out. My Morning Jacket's new album, self-titled album, is out now. First new material since 2015 and good soundtrack for the weekend, whatever you're doing. And Circus Survive dropping an EP called A Dream About Love that came out today. It'll give you that nostalgic Cir- Circus Survive sound, but with the twist. So plenty of stuff to check out this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All new releases next week. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and thanks for hanging out.